girl next door. Hey, Tamara. Hey, Steph. Happy New Year. Happy 2020 also. It's 2022, although it feels like 2020. It feels like 20... Edward keeps writing... He keeps saying it and writing it down as... what? What's the other one? 2020 also and 2020 as well. Oh, yeah. And wait until it's <laughs> February 2nd, 2022. Oh, two. Oh. Oh, two. There you go. 2-0. 2-2. Yeah. Well, and quite a year so far. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to tell you, in the Globe and Mail the first issue of the new year, they have an article called Heads Up. And it's about how skincare brands are expanding into the hair and scalp space. And it's so interesting because they interviewed the uh, rep from Amika. And you know, remember you and I were talking about the scalp treatment? The scalp oil. That we we tested from Amika. Mm -hmm. And so they were saying that basically scalp skincare is a huge trend in beauty right now. And it was it first got on my radar with that product sample that we got from Amika, but it's quite a huge enterprise. Interesting. And it's kind yeah. of the merging of the two things. I mean, people focus along on hair care as well as skin care, but scalp care, aside from on-the-shelf dandruff products, mm-hmm. doesn't get a lot of love. And this article is really interesting. It's just about how important it is to care for your scalp. And there's all these techniques that you can do to help avoid irritation and flakiness. That is interesting. And I actually bought this scalp, some kind of scalp oil from Desium, which is also a skincare brand. I think they might sell a few hair care products. Like Desium has is an umbrella, right? So they have all those yeah. different brands like The Ordinary and blah, blah, blah. I think this oil is from The Ordinary. And I was trying to like, bump up my purchase so that I got free shipping. And I was like, what do I need? You know, I don't need anything, but I could try this scalp oil looks interesting. So I bought it and I I need to, you're inspiring me to kind of check it out again and experiment with it and see what it does. Yeah, you should do. And this article also says that it's particularly great in the winter because your skin and your hair need more moisture. That totally makes sense. So now's the time. Yeah. Oh my God, we've got something special for you. Listen, curly curl friends out there, thank you for listening. Thanks for understanding that we took a little bit of a break over in December, over the holidays. We're back. We have a special treat for you today because we want to learn something new. So we have a very special expert, a master hairstylist, and she is so talented. So that's coming up and it'll be a lot of fun. Hopefully you'll learn something because I think right now these days where the weather's not great and there's things happening in the world that aren't great, you know, it's like, what can we do to feel good? How can we pick ourselves up a bit? Yeah. And maybe, maybe trying out a new little hair routine to kick off your new year is a good way to do that. Yeah. That could be your wellness. You don't have to work. You don't have to go running three times a week. (laughs) Just commit to doing something nice for your hair that might make you feel great. So without further ado, let's welcome our special guest, founder of the Rezo Technique, Nubia Rezo. She has Rezo Salon in New York City. We may not be able to go there right now. 
or in the near future to get her hands on our tresses, but we will hear all her secrets today on Curl Next Door. All right. So here we go. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. I mean, if we can say that. Oh, well, well, it has to be always happy in a certain way for all of us, right? That's, that's right. right. You make the best of the situation. Hey, listen, that's the only thing we could do. So we have to make it happy no matter what. It's so true. Any little, you know, little, little self-love that we do in any way, it has to be so welcome to our lives. A little pink here, a little blue there. Something to keep (laughs) us going. We need to have a a lot of colors, make our days more bright. We get challenged in many ways in our society, in in all the aspects of our lives. And we have to say, this is not going to defeat me who I am. I am going to be resilient. I'm going to go for it and keep going and be happy. Yeah, that's right. Oh, those are good words. You're making me feel better already. (laughs) And you know what? Before we get too deep into our interview, I want to just remind our listeners that we had a special guest coming in today and we've just started chatting with you already. So Nubia Rezo is a master hairstylist. She has over 40 years of experience in the hair care industry. Cute anecdote (laughs) that I've heard about you running around with scissors as a child. So we'll have to hear about that and how you got into it. But you are a renowned curl specialist. And not only do you have your own salon, your own product line, but you teach other hairstylists from around the world, how to deal with curly hair. So we are we are a podcast all about curly hair. We share our own hair care journey. We share hair care tips with our listeners, but we also profile interesting people throughout history with curly hair. So different actors and actresses, artists, scientists, you know, you name it. And we believe that there's kind of a thread that connects curly haired people there's something in common that kind of bonds us and binds us. Absolutely. Steph, did I leave anything out? No, that's a great recap. What are your thoughts on that, Nubia? Would you agree with that statement about how there's sort of a, a kinship between curly-haired people? Uh, you know what it is? Uh, and I always said, in the, and let's, for the other audience, the white elephant in the room, I do not have texture hair, but I do have at least texture one, uh, which is a tiny nothing of curl, but I'm blessed. Uh, <laughs> how did I start all my passion in my career? Is because I suffered from hair loss, from alopecia to stress. And at a point in my life, beginning of my career, I went completely bald, suffering from, you know, restoring my hair. And just to elaborate a little, Stephanie, why is that in our communities, in our, our curly world, we get always driven to another person that it goes by if the hair looks good and the color looks good. It's because in general, all my textures are in my different communities that I have been blessed to the universe to visit. The thing that is in common, there were no places for texture hair to go and feel beautiful and welcome. Society, beauty industries, everything was for your lifetime, just taught you that that beautiful hair that it grew out of your scalp in so many different textures and dancing around through the sun, it was wrong. 
that it needed to be changed to a straight appearance because that was beautiful. Whatever you had, even if you were texture two or four, it was wrong. You needed to comply to beauty in, uh, you know, standards. So now what I see more in my communities is the empowering of each other, of validating each other's beauty. Oh, I love girl, you texture too. I love you texture four, which I could be a, mm-hmm. an Afro. So I think that's what is so beautiful that we became more united and, and more validated and of self-love and appreciation. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that you say that, Nubia, because I think part of the reason we enjoy producing this podcast is because we want to celebrate one another. I mean, there's a lot of challenges in the world, a lot of equity issues in the world, a lot of racism, a lot of sexism, all of these things. And so if there is something that can unify us that we can celebrate, you know, let's embrace that. And not it doesn't mean to um, sweep the rest under the rug. We want to acknowledge it too. You can't pretend that those systemic problems aren't, don't exist, but that, that we love celebrating each other and celebrating natural beauty and kind of the way we're all different in a way, like our differences. Amen to that, girl. Amen to that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us a bit about how you got started, like the beginning of the journey, how you knew you wanted to do hair? Well, you know, I began this career by, in the beginning, by the guidance of my father. I'm original from Colombia. And my father always had this set of mind that you're going to learn how to work, be independent, don't ever depend on no one, a man of a marriage, to be self-sufficient. And of course, in the beginning, I wanted to do what I think every parent thinks that you want you to do, go to college. Girl, the same week, not that I'm discouraged, no one in this radio, go to college. But you know what? I just wanted to say, go with passion, what it makes you happy. Because if it makes you happy, make little butterflies on the, on the wall, go ahead and do it. Because you will be the best butterfly painted in the world and you create greatness. That's what I'm all about. So I would not discourage no one. But I just wanted to say, follow your passion and follow yourself. Somebody asked me a long time ago, Nubia, who's your mentor? And it took me a a very long time to realize a lot of ups and downs in my life. I am my best mentor. I push to myself to continue myself moving forward. And instead of invalidate what I do, I validated and I said, now let's go forward more and let's go forward more. I don't need to be validated by the image of something else that I don't really know is real. So when I start this career, I realized at a very, you know, at a point in my life, how I was fascinated. And I will share this with you guys. This is what I did the whole day. My girl doesn't look her best right now, but I was teaching online the whole day stylists that have been in the industry for 30 years, uh, 20 years today, and just telling them that they're going to learn a system that is going to create, and I cut it everywhere, a fabulous hair that is great and it's even. The biggest gift of my life as a professional is when I see their faces like, wow, <laughs> and you did that through a rose? Because I am the only cat in the world that it can do in roses. 
cutting in circles. Okay. So okay. just going back to the question, yeah. when I started this, it started because of my alopecia. So as I was already a hairdresser because I was losing my hair. I started going to many places in the city, uh, labs, dermatologists, companies, even for implants and all that, how to restore my hair. And the more I was trying to search on my own issue, I started meeting women. And, and really, they were, you know, sometimes people go, why well, you don't talk about men? And I know it's men in our club communities. But I think women, we took a big other portion of feeling mm-hmm. out. Because men, not that they were happy shaving, but it was a little bit more of, you know, taper yeah. hair. Were you in the U.S. at yes, this point? Yes, I was at the U.S. at this point. And I never forget that the, one of the, you know, those moments in life that you go, oh, wow. The more I was in the rooms, I heard the same stories. Oh, I'm, I lost my hair because this famous bond that I do on a daily basis every day to make myself appear neater, the receding line came up to here. One of the biggest things that always uh, broke my heart, and that's how I developed so much love and respect to my communities, my five years old, seven years old, in, in my in, in all our countries, uh, celebration of beauty wise, you get in your first relaxer. And if it burns mm-hmm. and if it's painful, beautiful. Beauty is pain. Hold on. If, if it doesn't pay enough, so it was not beautiful enough. And all that created me this love, respect, and empathy for those emotions that I mm-hmm. wanted to do something for that. And I totally, for even honestly, the more I got involved, I forgot, forgot about my own issue. And it took me 10 years of figuring it out, how you preserve the scalp, how you bring some hair back, blah, blah, blah. And at that point, I got to be involved in two major companies here in the States uh, and being an educator. But I had always been a woman of a vision. I, I To me, even pandemic, as painful has been for all of us, is an evolution of how we needed to change. We needed, you know, I, after pandemic, I got so many beautiful women and men saying, I didn't even know how curly hair. I stopped going to work in pandemic. Look, look, I'm curly. <laughs> and I'm, girl, you've been curly all your life, girl. You just forgot about it. So <laughs> one of the best things that came out of yeah, the pandemic was see. natural like beauty. Natural beauty, girl. I don't need to put yep. so much makeup to feel beautiful. Girl, I'm just beautiful with a gloss and that's it. And let my curls wild. Yeah. I, I, I have to tell our listeners because they can't see I us know. that you have these mannequin heads <laughs> that you were showing us with, uh, you know, patterns of how your rezo cut works and like the mannequin with the beautiful kind of curly cut. So it's it's <laughs> funny. Do they have names? Do you name them? Oh my them? God, girl. You know that in pandemic, my husband thought I was going bananas. I have over 120. This is my room where I do my classes. And I, I start creating new, new shapes. And I will go, Maria, Paola, we're all going to shave shapes. I will show it. I will, my husband, and then I will take pictures of them outside, you know, in, 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 yeah. in, in the patio. And then my husband goes, well, now she's going crazy. Now she's not talking to people, but she's talking to other mannequins. I lo- we need some pictures I, for our social media of you. But you know what? I yeah. love what I do. I enjoy it at, at a fullness. 
I was going to say you you started talking about your cutting technique and the circle cutting. Could you tell us more about that? Yes. So as a regular hairdresser, and this is something that I loved uh, when I teach my classes, we all go to beauty school with an art heart. You know, we're artists. We want to do something beautiful. But when we wanted to be crow specialists, it's no crow education, not only in the United States, nowhere. That's why my brand has become so globally strong in Saudi Arabia, um, South America, um, even in the United States, I had changed and created a revolution because we were taught all our lives to cut our fingers with the straight lines. And you had to pull things, pull sections to make it even. But guess what? We the curly, beautiful people that we are in our life, we have different textures. And when you pull two textures, that one is tighter than the other, to make them two to look the same, you're making an even hair. You create holes. Mm -hmm. You remove volume. So, and it's a whole story, and it would take us the whole night. How did I come out with with Rizzo? But I would like to elaborate that very, you know, uh, short. But my haircut is all about creating roses and blending different textures where my looser textures become not the strongest one, but they have to blend in with my tighter curls. And that's how we're able to grow texture 4C, my afros, to longer hair. Because they're, it, it, the tighter the texture, the more they constantly keep recording and recording the hair. And to mm-hmm. me, taking accountability, and this is what I make all my hairdressers, you know, as mm-hmm. I certify you to be part of my brand, you're going to be accountable that when you do a haircut that is wrong, accept it. Mm, maybe I cut you a little bit too much. I didn't realize with your texture, your porosity. But it's understanding how to do these services the right way with the right expectations. So it's, it's taking that and creating the roses in the professional world I've been asked a million times from uh, pioneers in this industry, how in the world did you make a rose become this beautiful into so many different shapes? 45 plus years in been doing this, I realized you cannot cut curly hair looking at that structure like straight hair. Mm-hmm. You can. I think we probably all experienced that at some point. And especially in the pandemic, like the first time I cut my own bangs, it's like that, that pulling down uh, didn't work. work. Not, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> it could really go, whoopsies. <laughs> your clients must love you. I was looking through your Instagram account and the transformations are incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know that I, I always said, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart to my good God in the universe. I am the most blessed, lucky woman in the world because I don't work. I was given the opportunity to create a living, loving what I do. So I could be hours and hours working. doesn't feel like work. I'm just doing what Mm -hmm. I love to do. I love to empower, to see the expressions of my beautiful clients when they look themselves in the mirror and they're like, oh my God, how did you do that? No, my love, this is being you. Let me introduce you to you because this is who you really are. 
tell us about this product line that we had the pleasure of trying. Um, Guys, they're my tell babies. Us. <laughs> so in the little bit of the background that I mentioned to you guys, mm-hmm. my thing is preservation of hair and having your scalp healthy. It's no, no news, but we just forgot. We, as a society, we want an instant gratification. And curly girls were trained through our beauty industry to overload so much product. You put a primer, you put a cream, you put a gel, then you put a mousse. Before you knew, you were not letting your own hair be the natural at all. And overloading of the scalp and many issues came about. So I create through the, my first collection, Manifest, it's a line made of black tea. You guys, I guess, had the, the opportunity to uh, ex- mm-hmm. try it. It's so hydrated, the shampoo, because we be- believe hydration starts with shampoo, not with the conditioner, not the way we have been trained. Why? Because when you overload your hair with too much conditioner, you are taking also what the curls need to have to bounce. So hydration starts with the shampoo. This is one of the biggest surprises that when I train my professionals, they go, I never had a shampoo that it made my hands so soft. Because while you're shampooing, <laughs> it hydrates. Also, we have the serum. And we said it in the beginning of, the, of our great conversation uh, tonight. This is not a cold. Being a curly girl, doesn't mean that you have to wear your hair natural and even if you're not ready yet. Because it's not about if you're not curly, then you're out. Because now then we start separating society. Everyone is ready at their own time. But while you're getting ready and we wait for you, I want you to use the right products. So my serum is not only great to break casting when you're done with your curls and you want to bounce them out. But I might text you 4C, which is, it needs a lot of hydration. You don't need to overload your head every day with more water, more products. A little bit of mist of water with the serum, voila. That's the only thing we need at 4C. And my textures that they still like to do blowouts, I want you to use the serum and one tiny tear, and I say tear because I don't even talk a drop, a tiny little tear is great for all this amount of hair, everything. So bottles like this should teach you that they last one year. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Stephanie. That should be like a test for you because Stephanie likes using a lot of products. You know what? I do because I never trust it. I never trust when the products say only use a drop because I like create a huge Stephanie, pile and, in my and, hand. And I, I hope with the good intention that we're going to manifest for 2022, when we go to Toronto, I want to see the two of you. I want to do your hairs. I wanted to show you how simple okay. and easy it is if you use 80% of water and only 20% of products, your, mm. your days after that would be bigger hair, more definition, and less overload. But that's a conversation that we go up to do in person. 
Okay. Yeah. We're, we're, we're there for it. <laughs> we'll put a pin in that and, and re- try and remember it. But so just for fun to like, what would you say is the number one lesson or rule that like, if people just one thing to remember, if they take away one rule for curly haired people, and I know there's a lot of different types, but what would you tell them? We are different. Don't feel that you have to follow one routine person and then you get disappointed because it doesn't work for you. Every textured hair, every person has uniqueness to their own hair and to the way they want to appear to the world. That's simple. Sometimes a girl that likes big hair like that is use a routine that is not for my girls, that they, don't, they just want more definition than volume. So the major thing is learn to love yourself. Fall in love with your first. Then it's try discovering you. You're so beautiful. You're so unique. And let's do this journey together. Let me help you to find you because you're irreplaceable. That's we should just advice. end it there. I know. <laughs> That's a, no, we have more questions for you, but that was a good mic drop. Like such good thoughts to take into 2022. Yes, I agree. Do you mind if I bring it back to the product for a Absolutely. second? Can you tell us more about the ingredients and how you landed on the ingredients for your life? Beautiful. So the first collection, that is the manifest, the one that you guys um, have received, this line is made of um, black tea. To me, the mm-hmm. benefits of black tea are essential to texture hair. Black tea is going to promote, uh, you know, hair growth. And at the same time, it has the the ability to start breakage because it starts hydrating. So to me, in the beginning, in all the years that I've been doing this, blessed again and thankful for my universe, my curly girls, my Stephanie girl, I'm not just speaking on you. You're not alone. Tend to overload so much products and they get disappointed. And then sometimes they complain, but my hair doesn't have no value. Oh, but my hair doesn't look like that. Oh, but my hair is not... Because the ingredients and the misunderstanding that oils are not precisely the best thing for you is used in a lot of products. Coconut, listen, I'm not against my coconut. I like my co- my piña colada. But using so much <laughs> cocoa in, in products mm. is not good. And that's one of the things that when I create this line, and by the way, guys, as we move to 2022, we are going to have a universe that is responsible to this earth. So when you guys see this bottle, this is not plastic, by the way. This has a component, an ingredient of corn. When you toast this to the universe, it's going to dissolve in years and years into fertilizer to the universe. But we have That's enough great. space in the world, so we're running out of space, so what I add to 2022, and listen, I'm giving all this news to you guys, to so my girls here, it's brand new. We come in with pouches because we wanted to teach you that you're going to learn to refill. We don't need to keep mm-hmm. wasting anymore. We're going Good. to show you that, and, and in fact, all my products have a pump. And why do they have a pump? 
because I know my crawly girls, my Steph, look like Steph. I have to pick on you, babe. The, uh, no, uh, I do. I do love a pump. Uh, that I got, I, that I got around to tell me a little bit about Steph. So Steph would be the girl that it will come and pump, 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 pump because she's shampooing her hair. Not when you're in my hands, child. You're going to shampoo your hair first with water. Lots of water. Your hair is going okay. to be drenched in water. You're going to, you know, manipulate your scalp with water first. Lots and lots and lots of water. Then one pump is enough for one shampoo per week. How are we going to use that? Half of the pump is for the first shampoo. The first cleansing is going to be in the scalp. That's where you stimulate growth in the hair, clean the scalp. Then at that point, you should not be using and seeing a lot of lather because you're mixing your natural oils. We need, we were created perfect. We need oils to avoid wrinkles. So we need those natural oils. We just need to remove dirt and excess. So when you remove that excess from the scalp and you take the other half of the pump, one pump per shampoo per week, as you use the other half of the pump because you already have cleaned your scalp, you feel that you use the whole bottle because now you're seeing the foam. Now you're cleansing the ends and you're like, oh my God, this is like, wow. But it's because we teach you to raise your amounts because they also concentrate and they're going to give you exactly what we need you to have for the scalp and for your ends. Mm-hmm. There is a misconception, and I love that Tara asked me also this question, where, listen, I respect whoever believes in co-washing. I don't. I personally know reason, I don't believe in co-washing. Why? Because when we have a breakup in our skin, the first thing you go to a dermatologist tells you, drink a lot of water, it's going to help you, you know, with your skin. But then I also want you to wash your face every day, tone it, and once a week you're going to exfoliate because we need to remove, to have to breathe. We are like flowers in the most beautiful garden. That's who we are. And if you take your hair and you put it in co-washing and you never create drainage of what all that's going to go, Hair loss will appear, value will disappear, and eczemas, itching, what you guys sometimes call dandruff, all those, I mean, we could take hours to talk about this, all those problems will rise. So I want you to be the most beautiful rose in my garden, meaning you're going to trim your hair, prune it twice or three times a year, because I wanted to flower more. I'm going to fertilize you. I'm going to do my deep treatments once a week because I want you to be beautiful. But then I also need you to give you a drainage because if you put a beautiful flower in a corner without drainage, those roots are going to die and she will die with it. So the drainage is when you exfoliate, you clean, you let go to keep breathing. Mm-hmm. I love this. So you're uh, suggesting a, a washing condition once a week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I can say when I tried your product, which I absolutely loved, yeah. loved, 
loved everything about it. I just sidebar the smell, the texture, the creaminess. It's wonderful. My hair lasted a week. Yes. It doesn't always last a week with other products, but the curl shape remained for the entire week. I was delighted. And by the way, just for, and I see my two beautiful girls in front of me. I see my Stephanie, I, I see my Tamara. You, Tamara, my blonde hair, my little golden rizzos there. You have a tighter texture compared to you, Steph. You parallels are a little bit much looser than Steph. But also, I see in your hair, uh, Steph, a lot of overloading, you feel dryness into your hair. I need you yes. to add, you see how, what, what I'm good even from here, from the, I don't diagnose it so yeah. far from, from. It's like spidey senses. <laughs> from the state. I know, and she's a, right. I have six layers of, I have six layers of stuff I in I know, here. my love. So what I want you to do is wash your hair, lots of water, do the same mm-hmm. routine that I show you with the shampoo, same with the conditioner. When you apply the gel, you're going to do it in four sessions. Then you're going to crunch nice and tight. Then mm-hmm. for you that have a little bit longer hair, you're going to apply the product, the gel, and I want you to do poplin. I want you to go on the resort tower. If you guys don't have it, let me know. You're going to pop there. You yourself, because your hair tends to be a little bit dry, I want you to pop, plop only maybe for 15, 20 minutes. Then okay. you're going to diffuse. Diffuse. Okay. And then until your hair is a hundred and one percent dry. Did you guys hear me out? Not a hundred. A hundred and one. I don't want one little hair dry uh, wet in there because when you go and you start breaking the casting to those beautiful ringlets, you're going to create frizz. And with that freeze, you get disappointed. And by the time you thought you're looking good, you go back to your ponytail and you go out to the uh, to your date like that. We're going to make. <laughs> I, I accept the challenge. Yeah, she sees the challenge. right through us. You know, you yeah. know all these things. Although we're pretty, we know all the rules about no touching when it's wet until it's dry. We're, we we follow that pretty religiously. I probably don't do as much water as you say, but I have read in the past about really doing a really good rinse before you shampoo. So I try and get in there with my fingers at the beginning Mm -hmm. with water, but, but probably could do more. You will see the big difference. You will see the big, big difference. So I love this metaphor of the plants and the, that, that we're in a beautiful garden. It's so nice. Steph? Should we uh, dive into our our rapid fire questions that we wanted to ask? Go, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, all right, Tamara, kick us off. Okay. Okay. So, we're going to ask you just a few really fast questions. Just the first answer that pops into your head. And, Steph, we can go back and forth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, who's your favorite curly haired celebrity? Diana Rose. What is your favorite hair accessory? My hands. Your hands. Ooh. What, can you tell us about your worst hair day or worst haircut? (sighs) My worst haircut? When the curly, I cannot deliver her wishes of volume because they don't have enough density. Okay. Curly bangs, yes or no? Yes, today, yes, today, yes, today, yes. (laughs) You know what, girl? (laughs) I always tell people, I create through reason when I want the one shot of work 
and I show the world how sexy bands could look because they are three-dimensional and they fan out and you don't even know where they came and where they're going. They just do the universe. Yes, to the bands, to the... Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I I'm wish I had you, a video 100%. of that. We, yeah. we, we love the curly bangs. And actually, when we started this podcast, a hairdresser told me not to and that it wouldn't look good on me and it would be too high maintenance. No, so I left no, no, girls. No, no, no. <laughs> Oh, I wish we could just bottle you, Nubia, and like have you with us all the time. Oh my God. My pleasure. Anytime that I could be with you guys, count on me. Okay. We have one more question. If you were on a deserted island, what is the one hair product that you would bring? My shampoo. That's the only thing I need. My shampoo. The, the hydrating shampoo. That's it. I, I like it. You've dropped some... Uh, some big uh, lessons tonight. <laughs> and I like this, you know, we maybe co-washing isn't the answer and uh, we want to clean our hair, but not too much, you know, not too often and with a moisturizing shampoo. Absolutely. When, and when I said I want you to do a cleansing, I want you to do it once a week. For all my girls and boys up there that you guys climb mountains, that you're super busy, super sporty, which I'm not, uh, and you do sweat a lot. And that's when I will say in between your washing, you could do your cold wash. So you're not introducing mm. so much hydro, um, exfoliation to the hair. Remember the skin. The doctor wants you to exfoliate, exfoliate once a week. The, if you do it every day, you're going to start creating damage instead of doing good. I love this image of all of us as mountain climbers up in Canada. <laughs> I'm not really that outdoorsy, but I guess maybe I am more so than some. Not me for sure. That's okay, Nubia. That's right. Well, Nubia, thank you so much for your time today. It was such a delight to meet you and chat. And I have to say your passion is so intoxicating. Oh my God. It, my true pleasure I will pray for the, the borders to keep open up, that we will go to Canada. I'm so looking forward to go to Canada, to empower all those beautiful textures in Canada. We will make it happen. We will manifest that. And we're going to make 2022 the year of work that we empower women all over the world. We could do it together. Know your worth. Know your dreams. What it's going to take is the desire to get up and just work hard and believe in the passion of, that you do and things will happen. Thanks, Nubia. We love you. Thank you. Nubia. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year and to the two of you. let's be in touch. Yes, ma'am. Take care, guys. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was so good. Right, Steph? I mean, I know we've been saying we need to bring in more experts. We need to bring more guests on the show. It really is fun to have someone bringing some new material to the table. It's just such a good way to kick things off. I'm mm -hmm. so excited that Nubia joined us today. Oh, my God. Her energy is totally infectious. And I love that she has a whole business model and her, her values are just aligned with sort of how we why part of the reasons we started the podcast, right? To feel no judgment, but like be yourself and appreciate your own beauty. And like, she just has so much experience doing the work and doing the hairstyling. I'm really excited to 
hopefully meet her one day and understand it a little better because it's hard to visualize how when she's talking about cutting roses into your hair. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like kind of like what I mentioned during the interview, if you go through her Instagram account, you see the metamorphosis that she helps her clients create. It's really incredible. They go from great haircuts, some great haircuts, but it's much more than just a haircut. You see this transformation in these people, the, the natural, the naturalness of them coming out. It's not just going from drab to fab and it is, they go from drab to fab. Yeah. Yeah. But seeing their personalities come out through their hair is so inspiring. Yeah. And I wonder if it's also partly like the way her sort of philosophy like inspires them to embrace it too. Like there must be that, that layer. Cause some, at some points when we were talking to her, I felt like I'm in hair therapy. Yeah. It felt like like hair therapy. Coaching me to love myself more. (laughs) Love thyself. I know it's so true. That was a delightful interview and she's wonderful. And I love the product and I know you did too. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait to get it back because I now have this challenge that I need to, <laughs> need to I know. do. Okay. I know. It's funny. We have this one set of product. It's like the sisterhood of the traveling pants, you called That's it. Right. And uh, yeah. <laughs> we have to share it back and forth across the city. But uh We'll make it happen. She was great. That's a great interview. It was so great to have our listeners with us for this episode, this first episode of 2022. And I think there's so many wonderful nuggets of sentiment there that we can all take with us as we go forth into the rest of the winter and just set our kind of intentions for how we feel about ourselves and our beauty. Yeah. And it's it's so interesting hearing different perspectives on how to best approach your curls. And ultimately you have to try different things and see what works for you Mm -hmm. because her approach and her technique is different than what we've heard from other stylists or experts. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Does it all come down to, it all comes down to your curl type and your curl porosity and the amount of time you have in the day. And how you interpret those instructions, right? Whether you're listening to a hairdresser or you're trying to follow a YouTube tutorial, it's like, how do you, how does that manifest in reality when you're doing it in your bathroom? Like, so I kind of appreciate that. Yes, she has her hairstyling, hair cutting technique and specific products she's created and likes. And other people might do things differently, but also that Nubia is saying like, you're all different. There's not one right answer. That's right. I, agree. I mean, she had some things she was pretty felt strongly about, but also just uh, the notion that, you know, and this is you and I, Stephanie, too, doing this podcast and trying to come up with good tips for people and answers. And sometimes we're like, I don't know yet. I'm still on the journey. Yeah. And also you can do the same <laughs> thing three times and have a different e- outcome each time. Try, yeah. try, try again. And it could be, could be the weather too. <laughs> it could be the weather. That's right. Who knows? I, I will say though, I really love the product. I had mm-hmm. a really great experience with it. My hair looked great for a very long time. That's always mm-hmm. to me a litmus test is how many days can I rock that hair without having to rewash it? Yeah. And I found it did a really great job to moisturize. I really like the gel and I did it as instructed. I didn't, I didn't add other stuff. 
good. I usually add some other layers because I have mistrust, but I did it as instructed and I really liked it. And it lasted multiple days. And I saw you and your hair looked really good. Yeah, that's right. I did it right before I saw you. What, what did you think of the product? Yeah, I really, I, again, I love the scent. I thought it was subtle, which is nice. Like it wasn't Mm -hmm. overpowering. It's just really a nice scent, good hand feel. And I just like that, that gel. Like I like that it was, I feel like we had this conversation with uh, Tammy as well Mm -hmm. about moisturizing gel because yes, it was, it's a gel and I wasn't using any other product with it, but it was hydrating. I just, I felt like I had a good hair day the first time I used it. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like a good hair day. Maybe once since then as well, because I'm always rotating and trying new product. But no, I really loved it. And we should tell our listeners that we're not on the payroll. This is not a sponsorship. They sent us a few things to try um, because we found out about the hair care line, but we're just now big fans. <laughs> so yeah, agreed. Yeah. We'll have to see if she comes out with new products and, and yes. stay tuned and try her towel too. Definitely. Well, Happy New Year to our listeners. Thanks for tuning in today and uh, joining us at Curl Next Door Podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. Check us out on Instagram. Do all all the the things. things. We love you. Happy New Year. Bye.